moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. are chirping outside. I left the doors open because it's warm. It's the last day of July. It has been a beautiful warm month. I have been spending a lot of time outdoors in mornings, evenings and nights because I just love that the nights were warm enough finally. I'm spoiled from the warm Georgia nights <laughs> when I lived there for almost got 20 years in Georgia, where I could just also listen to nature around me. That is often very important for me, maybe for you as well. Do let me know. But before, I want to welcome you to the Moving to Oneness podcast. I'm Mylene, your host. So what do you do? in the warm summer month. I know for some of you who are listening, and there are many, I know my huge New Zealand crowd, you have winter now. But even there, you may go out into these crispy nights and gaze at the sky as I do now, or go for a walk. Somehow it is invigorating, or it, for sure it invigorates me. It's I liven up if I feel connect to nature. Inside sometimes I feel a little separated through the walls of a house or an apartment to sense and touch. I walked recently through a field of uh, wheat, a wheat field, you say it in English, but it has already been cut. So there were just the stalkily branches no, no branches, but uh, you know, maybe how many, maybe foot high, about 30 centimeters high of straw was just still sticking up after harvested the field. And I loved even the scratches on my skin, you know, to feel the connectivity, to look down into the soil where it cracked or where there's a hole of a mouse or even I saw a dead mouse. It is so connective. Often when I sit alone at home, I know I'm connected to everything, but it's like a little bit of an abstract. But when I'm out there, I know for sure. There are no mind games I can play with myself. <laughs> I'm really good sometimes in playing mind games with myself. Probably you too. Maybe that's a human thing. Yeah. I just love that. And I would love to share uh, two stories. I was uh, driving this week my son to two different golf courses. He has this weekend, he had one yesterday, is having one right now, golf tournaments. So I brought him to those different courses during the week. The first one was in the Hasberge. It's a very old uh, mountain range 
maybe an hour away from me. There I was invited while I was going for a walk, waiting on my son, into the woods. I really had to stumble through the small young growth of birch trees on a slope. And it was beautiful, you know, because it's so dry. It was like a bed of, it was not like, it was a bed of birch leaves, of many generations of birch leaves on top of each other. That beautiful sound. And there was a dwarfed birch tree that invited me to sit down. It was also the one that drew me in. It's like, come in here, Mylene, come in here. <laughs> and I laid down next to the stem on the ground. First, I sat a little bit and just observed. But I needed to really stretch out and soak in information, feel also enveloped by those leaves, the warmth of the soil, to nourish myself. But then also while I was lying, I got the information to soak out wisdom because where I was going the next day, it was important to exchange that wisdom. Before I could that do that, though, there was a beautiful experience I had. So while I was lying or sitting there, I could hear the wind coming. That's an amazing sound, you know, when it's totally quiet. And then from behind, far behind, you can hear uh, the rustling of the leaves, I think that's the word, and how the movement of the leaves, right, it creates then a sound, comes closer and closer. And it, the breeze, how it travels. It's a bird out there right at the moment. <laughs> and... Then a little later, it became a little stronger whenever it came. So like a gush or the breeze was a little bit more than a breeze. And then in this green field of leaves in the skies and stems and blue sky, leaves dropped and a little earlier than usual, right? But it, they were lit by the sun and it looked like little fairies flying down. And this playfulness, like the leaf waited to be picked up and to go on a journey through the sky, to have fun and then to land and to play with others. It was so playful. It was just a beautiful moment. It was amazing. I, I sat there, I think, with an open mouth, so astonished of the beauty and the glittering and the light play or the play of light. I thank that wafted birch right next to me. And also this part of woods, to have just birch trees around you, is rather seldom, right? Birch trees are the last successional trees that grow in a forest. Or let's say when you start from a meadow, uh, needle trees take over. If you live in Georgia, no about sweet gums are the next, you know, that have these thicker leaves. And then one of the last, or the last tree is then a, a beech tree. Almost said birch, but it's a beech tree uh, that grows. It has to be 250 years old, that forest, before it grows. 
takes about five years on first needle tree grows, 25 years then the first hardwoods, depends like in Georgia it was then uh, the sweet gum and then later other tree species grow. That's a long time if you think about it, right? Then you can cut trees down so quickly. <laughs> But those trees there gave me information to take along. And I didn't even ponder too much on what kind of information. So then I picked up my son. He played really fast because he was by himself. Not many people were playing in that heat. It was for sure in the 90s. The next day, we went to another golf course close to my home, also in a hilly area that was... Oh, Jura are really old, 300 something million years <laughs> it was, or longer it was an ocean. So whatever ex is exposed now is corals, fortified corals. And there's one place, and somehow it's right next to that golf course, is an old Druid place where for thousands of years, people have come together to celebrate and to do rituals, to enjoy nature. It's a fantastic energy there. So then I went there and did a live. I almost didn't because I was so tired. I fell asleep in the car. Uh, and I said, oh my God, my son plays so fast. Do I even have time? But then my inner calling moved me. By my body gets moved and I, I did drive there and walked into that place and once there I just knew I did the right thing. It rejuvenated me really quick. It had energy of action, of growth and it had even, I did a live, an Instagram live, now I forgot what the message was but for sure it was something I think about action as well because I could sense it. And an interesting part was a storm had gone through, there were a lot of cut trees so they wouldn't ta uh, fall onto people. That created a little bit more of a clearing again. And also there, these rocks are like a labyrinth that are exposed. Moss on top of those, so the ancient wisdom, right? Moss. And people do respect the moss and don't disturb it. Also, it takes a long time for moss to establish, like 90 years. Oh, all my wisdom of a landscape architecture. Architect is coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you lose it or you can't remember and you do. So almost 30 years ago. But anyway, and um, that's who wanted that information that I soaked up from the other birch trees. So what's fascinating is uh, birch trees, I said, no, beech trees. I'm totally confused. But these beech trees were communicating and threw me on top of it. I know they do anyway, because if you go out in spring, you know, all plants, they bloom on the same day. It's a fascinating thing. They pop open the f buds, you know, the flower buds. So there are many things that we're not living. Are we so connected? Do we know that we are so connected as the trees? They know it. And even though, I don't know, it's almost 100 kilometers, 70 miles distance, or maybe it's a little more. And they have wisdom for each other. 
trees are speaking with each other. So are you speaking to the trees? I do invite you to lean to one and feel them and to merge with a tree, to let it embrace you or for you to embrace a tree. See what happens. See what sensations you will get. See and feel what you're receiving, what you're nurtured with. Yeah, and you know, when I read then the notes the next day of what people had written that they had seen that uh, live or the recording of it then later on Instagram, one was so moved and said she has to come all the way from Italy and, and bring some musicians, they have to do some music there. And I thought, wow. And I almost didn't go there. Good thing I do listen sometimes when my body gets moved that I went there, even it was a short notice and I didn't stay too long the moment I had posted, right? I finished, just wrote up what needs to be written up to put it on Instagram. That moment my son told me he's on the last whole freeway? No, not freeway. Fairway. And uh, that's golfer language for everyone. That's a course with 18 holes. Takes, if you're in a group, about four and a half hours. And he, if he's alone, he needs about three and a half hours. Yeah, and I walked away, took some beautiful photographs, luckily before I had. So do go to my Facebook or Instagram, Mylene Elkin. Also, the Moving to One is. Yeah, Facebook group. I will post uh, some pictures there as well so you can see and sense the energy of that place because it's amazing. Both of those places were amazing. Every landscape is amazing. Yeah. But there are at the Druidenhain, so that's a Druid clearing in a way. You could sense that people came over and over and over and over to do rituals. You can feel the medicine. Every cell of those stones, those ancestors. And, you know, because there's an ocean. You're walking on ocean. I mean, it, think about it. And it's an exposed ocean. All those corals, the fish, the skeletons, the plants, the sand, the stones. Of that ocean you're walking on and then it has covers or is covered by these beautiful leaves branches moss footsteps over thousands of years a soil the love i mean the love there were people from spain uh, the love for this place and they keep this alive even the surrounding uh, people of the community of that village because in a way it is somewhere between different fields tucked away but it's being cherished by a community so they feel the medicine so a sacred place or landscape is a medicine so do you have maybe in your home in your garden a small little area that you cherish where maybe you 
give some offerings back to nature where you love to sit simply, right? That is your sacred place. So look around wherever you live, there are beautiful spaces and places that have been cherished by generations and generations and generations. Yes, the fascinating sacred sites that are connected to the leylands, right? And have to do with the star nations around the world. But there's so many hidden ones, forgotten ones, that are not in our history books. Go ask family members, ask your elders, where are they? What are they? Maybe you're from a different culture. Find out from your culture you're living in now that has formed you, but also where your roots come from. So go on a discovery, on an adventure, to find places that nourish you and where you feel free to exchange your wisdom with nature. Because do know you're very, very important as well. You're also a light being. You're part of everything. So don't make yourself small or non-important. You are beautiful and part of all and needed. That's why you're right here, right now, on this beautiful planet. Oh, it would be fun to see some pictures of where you are and post them. That's a good thing also of the Facebook uh, Moving to Oneness group. You could post some there. I would love that. This world, this planet, it's just so gorgeous. And we all love to travel and travel far to see places. But travel around your home. And what places are there? And, And especially the place you're born. You have a special connection to it. It provides information for you. You provide for it. It nourishes you. It cherishes you. So maybe do a little trip back home. And it may be that it doesn't exist anymore. Maybe it has been built something new on top of it. But still go where it was once and you can feel it. And if you're not able to travel, do a journey. Do a a shamanic journey or mind journey, a meditation and go to that place. And see how you feel and what information it has for you. Or next time when you go see your family, venture out into nature. Soak it in. Wow, those are like the fairies, the the, the nature spirits inviting you to come and play with nature wherever you are, whenever you have time, whenever you need an uplift. Wasn't that fun? Just those tones, this playfulness, this lightness, this action, movement, flexibility in those tones that just arose. Ah, life is just beautiful. And I cherish you for being here 
and bringing your beautiful energy to all of us. With these words, I wish you a beautiful day, week, month, year. I'm Miley, your host of the new